You're listening to Ready to Real Estate, a TREB podcast. Hear stories, uncover insights, and tune into interviews on key issues that impact realtors and all of us. Join us as we discover how people, properties, and communities all come together to build the future of real estate. Hey, everybody, it's Lisa Patel, the president of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, and you're listening to Ready to Real Estate. And we're talking tips to boost how real estate professionals do business. Joining me is marketing strategist, maybe I can call him guru, David Greenspan. David David has been involved in the real estate space for over 15 years and is the founder and CEO of Mindshare 101. And I just got to add, you know, David and I go way back and it's, uh, it's been a pleasure to reconnect. So today you are going to learn how to send out the right messages to the right audience across the right channels. Whew, that's a take a breath. So welcome, David. What is going on, Lisa? Thank you so much for having me. It is uh, is always a pleasure to have some fun with you, and uh, I guess let's uh, let's shake it up a little bit. Absolutely. Um, just to to start, you know, David, I always do this with you, and that is I go into trivia mode. And so with trivia mode, um, here's my first question for you. Are you ready for it? Let's go. What video game started Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde? Wow. All I could think about is Pinky and the Brain. And I know that they've got a very similar goal as me to just take over the world every single day. But I don't know the answer to that. Uh, you know what? I love that, though, because we're going we're gonna to take over the marketing world today. Ooh, but it, it was Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. Wow. Plinky. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I thought um, you might have said there. Yeah. Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde. <laughs> they actually had names for these guys? Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping you'd get that. Okay, I got I an easier one. One more. All right, and then okay. we're, we're really going to get into marketing. I don't know. This um, stuff is like what tough. did basketball star Michael Jordan introduce in 1985? What basketball star, uh, sorry, what shoes did basketball star Michael Jordan introduce? The Air 1985. Jordans. Air Jordans. Woohoo! Ah. That is correct. <laughs> if I didn't get that one right, I would have been like, okay, I, I, I give up. <laughs> All right. So David, now that we've had a little fun to begin, let's talk marketing strategies and how we can set goals. Why is keeping current with marketing strategies important to meet business goals? Well, you, you need to know what's going on and where people are, right? When we look at the landscape of marketing today, and actually let's go backwards in time for a moment. It used to be that we'd come up with a campaign. We'd try to create a whole bunch of noise as marketers and strategists on behalf of our clients. And then we'd create all this noise and be lost in the, in the noise of the day that the next day we'd have to come back and figure out how to do it again. And we did what was called campaigns. And so we'd try campaigns, see where it went and you know, leverage a specific channel. And again, measure the campaign and look for its success. In today's world, it's not so much about the campaign anymore as much as it is, and forgive me, I got to go there, but about building Mindshare. So being in a lot of the right places in the right time. How do we know what that is? Well, part of that is keeping current with where, where are people going? What are the trends? Um, what is my audience doing? And when we think about marketing, we really need to zero in on who is my audience? Where are they? Where are their ears? Where are their eyes? And can I be there? And then how can I be there consistently? 
So, so basically you have to go through like every who, what, how, when, why kind of scenario. You too. always do. I mean, this is, this is the step-by-step -step in marketing, right? You've got to identify where they are first so that you know where you can be as well. And then there's part of that is to understand like, should I be there? Can I be there? What's it going to take for me to be there? Right? So there's a lot of strategy involved in it, but you really want to know where is my audience? There's the first step. That, that makes sense. Um, but and, and on speaking on that level though, what about targets? I mean, we, um, like, I, I know about, I know you, myself, and many others out there, you know, we will say, okay, this goal is the goal, but ultimately, or this is the intention, um, but, you know, we set our own targets. And so what, what should we know about targets and, and setting them for ourselves? Look, I think that oftentimes what people are doing is they're setting targets that are way too easy to achieve or they're not setting them at all because they're fearful, they're scared. And this is something that, you know, we, we normally act out of two emotions, either um, fear of failure or a desire to gain. In this case, there's less desire to gain because there's fear of failure. And so one really predicates the other in saying, well, I'm not gonna do anything, right? And much, much the same here, right off the top of your quiz, asking me about Pac-Man. And I said, you know, Pinky the Brain, I said, similar goal, take over the world. How do you take that similar goal of, or that goal of take over the world and really break it down into having achievable targets? And that really means that you, you know, now at least this is the bigger picture around goal setting and really understanding what you want in life. And then how, you know, knowing where you want to go, how are you going to get there? Breaking down those goals we're trying to get to or that big target into smaller achievable chunks, which means, you know, lifetime down to annual, down to monthly, down to weekly, down to daily, down to literally hourly. And when we're wow, so that's off, a really detailed roadmap is what you're saying. Well, it is, but yeah. now it becomes achievable because instead of you going, well, I just want to take over or me going, I just want to take over the world. We actually make it realistic. What does that mean? Well, I've just broken down this big, big, massive goal into hourly targets that if I can accomplish, let's say this podcast with you today, between this time frame that we set out to do it, when I'm done, I mark it complete. That was one of my targets for today get this you know, done. You, you brought up a, a really good point that sits in my, in my mind's eye too, is that um, with knowing that and people that are out there that are like, oh my God, there's so many techniques to marketing. And I think that, that a key to start is just brainstorming them all out, right? Onto a piece of paper and then taking like, what would you say, five or 10? And then, and then trying to break those five and 10 into that roadmap and and, and, and it doesn't have to be done all in one year, right? It, it, it's over the course of its lifetime, right? Look, there's, there's, there's two aspects. One's from the goal setting perspective of really breaking it down and going, what can I achieve this year that's going to take me closer to that? Because again, if I say here, and, and I'll just keep using this, this silly little line, but take over the world, do I believe, seriously, and this is the fear of not accomplishing, do I believe it's going to happen this year? Well, for what I want to achieve, maybe not this year, but we're going we're gonna to do what we can this year. Well, what does that mean? Right. And that's those breakdowns of like, what am I going to do in this hour right now? That's going to take me closer to winning my day, win the day, win the week, win the week, win the month, win the month, win the year. We're getting closer. From a marketing perspective now, we look at, and there's really only seven ways to communicate with other people. Um, I typically leave like radio and television out of the mix because at least in our industry, as an individual or even team concept, we're not leveraging those channels as much, just purely from a cost factor. Um, but when you look at the seven different ways to communicate, the idea is now we're going to mix up a whole mix of active and passive touch points. 
active are things that we, you and I are going to do to reach out and engage and connect and build relationship. Passive is the stuff that's going to also reach out for us in the background, but that's going to deliver the business message. That's going to deliver the message that we probably don't want to deliver or try to stray away from when we're doing the phone call with somebody or as we might suggest the organic social media post instead mm -hmm. of, you know, telling people how much old, over asking you sold for or commission you made or what you can do for people share more about who you are as a person or show people how you can help them. Right. So again, there's the active stuff that we've got to be involved in. There's the passive stuff that happens in the background and collectively that now creates a strategy for how are we out there leveraging the right channels and doing it in sort of today's world. And the messaging that goes with it, like, I, like how you brought back the whole service aspect, that, that, that you're providing a service and make it about the service, the intention that goes with it. Well, let's, Which leads, yes. No, here, go ahead, I, sorry. I'll just bring up a point. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I just I want to bring up a point on that is that, is that uh, oftentimes in marketing, one of the things that we do and we don't really realize it is we, we go, here's what I do and here's why I'm great and here's what I offer and here's what, you know, why you want to choose me. The flip to that is let's go, here's why this benefits you. Here's what we can do to help you. And now start to talk about them. Stop talking about you so much. And now you'll get people on the other end going, oh, you're talking to me. Okay, I'm going to listen to you now. And now you can start to build on a little bit of momentum there. And where do you go from there? It comes down to follow-up and strategies and, you know, the different ways we communicate. Absolutely. I, I, I love that. And which leads me to my next question, which is really is, what are the steps behind building a successful brand? Oof, my biggest favorite <laughs> word is, is consistency. I mean, outside of Mindshare, um, it, it comes down to consistency, right? You know, when you want to build a brand, the first thing is, again, let's go through that and say, you know, you got to figure out who's your audience. Um, you've got to figure out from a, an audience perspective, who are they? Where are they? What are they all about? And that comes down to demographics, psychographics. That comes down to um, understanding where, where are you going to get their eyes and ears again, like we said off the top. The next step to that is to really figure out your marketing. And in the marketing comes down to what kind of budget do you have? Okay, because understanding budget, we often hear, well, it depends if it works. I'll give it a try. Well, giving it a try is not a strategy, right? Depending if it works is not a strategy. Um, we got to figure out how much money we've got then can we be consistent in execution? How long can we do that for? And then we've got to, again, use the right channels. So how much money can you spread throughout these various channels? How consistent can you be? And then the final part here is the hustle. What kind of effort are you going to put in to actually make it come to life, right? So who are we talking to? How much money have we got to talk to these people and what channels are we going to use? And then how much effort are we going to put in to support that? Right. Um, example, I've got this, uh, you know, really awesome social media strategy and it, you know, I'm on there all the time and I'm consistent with it. Um, I'm trying to build my brand. Well, if you're not consistent, you might put up a post, but you're again, you're not out there building enough mind share that it's going to actually sink in. And when people see it, they're going to remember you. Um, Often we also think that, you know, building a brand is about a set of uh, colors and a logo and a tagline and a mission statement. It's not that. Today, it is so much more about building mindshare, becoming a top of mind, intuitive, instinctive reaction to you. 
your service. Somebody thinks of real estate, they think of you. Somebody thinks about making their grass greener, they think of you. Painting their walls, they think of you. Eating a burger in the neighborhood that you work in, they want to know where you would suggest to go. Did you bring any burgers with your name on it? I don't, I don't Today see any. I didn't, um, but I, I mean, I'm always down for a pint and a, and a burger because uh, I definitely missing that right now. I really uh, am. But hopefully I mean, sooner and then later, yes. <laughs> you, you look at the, the brand build idea, focus on where, how much, and then what are you going to do to bring it to life? That's the brand. And now when we, as we said, knowing what channels I want to leverage, what I'm going to try to do now is be consistent across those channels. Also, staying up to date with what's going on out there, I'm going to look at those channels and go, what's the best way to use those channels? Um, we all get, you know, time to time, the uh, coupon from some fast food company through a text message. And you're like, don't text me that stuff. But if we got it by email, we wouldn't react the same way. We'd just be passive about it and delete it or spam it or whatever. But on text, it's the wrong channel to mass market people. A good so point. now again- Right. Unless what? you put it into a contest, right? Then, then it's a different scenario. Hey, there's ways to skin any cat you want, right? It's, <laughs> it's a matter of, again, the person on the other end, how are they going to receive that from you? And what's the chances they're going to come back and listen to you again, depending on the way you message them to, in the first place? Very good points and, and so much to take in there. So, and anybody that's listening, I, I urge you to listen to this a couple of times because he gave you so many key points there. And just to highlight the main words that he used, which was audience, marketing, budget, um, consistency, and channels. But uh, completely tune back in because he gave us a really good, went into depth with those areas. Um, and David, did you want to add anything else to that, that whole marketing piece? Because I mean, you touched on everything that I was going to ask you and even about customizing, um, why it's important to customize your, your pieces, your uh, all forms of marketing. Yeah, I mean, here, talking to that, so as we, as we and you just said, and you, you captured that well, um, the, the flow to that really becomes AMH. And this is something that for everybody tuned in, I really want to encourage you that, you know, anytime you listen to a guy like me, you know, stand on a stage or on a platform and we give you all these wicked ideas and you sit there going, oh my God, that's great. Or we tell you success stories. Look, yes, we're telling you for a reason. It works. People have had success, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right channel or, or, or strategy for you. It doesn't mean that you can afford it, right? Um, there's some people will tell, like, I'll tell everybody, leverage video. It's an amazing thing to leverage right now. And, and I mean, we can go through the rhymes and the reasons of why and how and what, but you might be sitting there going, no way. Don't like the way I look. Don't like the way I sound. I'm not getting on camera. So we're going to have a hard time breaking through to you to try to get you to do video. So what are other ways we can do it? So when we think AMH, I want you to think about that every time we give you these bright, shiny ideas. Who is my audience? What does this marketing tool, this idea that I was just, you know, that was just proposed to me or told to me or whatever, what is it going to do for my audience? How's it going to talk to them? Then I'm going to ask myself, do I have the budget to implement this tool? Then I'm going to go back to, again, not just complimenting my audience, but how does this tool complement the rest of my marketing? And then the H, the hustle part of it again, what am I going to do to bring this to life? Um, look, you want to farm a neighborhood, okay? Farming is a, a great way to build your network. It's a great way to, you know, get cold leads into a database and look for conversion. But farming a neighborhood doesn't mean send out a bunch of flyers and just like everybody's just going to start calling you. No. It's, you got to send the flyers, then you, you know, 
We understand COVID. You cannot door knock right now, but let's just go there and say support material for a minute. Flyers need door knocking like peanut butter needs jelly, right? It just is what it is. Why? Because that piece of paper is not enough. But if you come to my door, you say, hey, have you seen this? And they're like, no. Be like, I know. I've sent it to you twice. And the reality is, I get it. It's a piece of paper. That's why I'm here today. I want you to know I'm, I'm real. I exist. And obviously, there's some slicker, better, more effective ways to get that message across. But the point is, I've introduced you to the real person. Hustle. I am supporting the flyer. The door knock supports the flyer. The flyer supports the door knock. You can go and add social media ads into that. Now those social media ads are going to support the flyer. If you've got a bus bench, it's going to support the flyer and the ads and the door knock. So again, when we look at effort, right, we're looking at the complement between the marketing channel, that the strategy, does it complement the other channels we use? And the effort, what are we going to do to bring it to life? Um, here, I want to grow my social media. Wonderful. What is your content strategy? What do you want to talk about? Have you thought about your macro topics? No. What's that? And again, for everybody listening, macro, look at your lifestyle. Look at who you are. Look at what you like. Me, uh, I love what I do. I, I'm, I'm grateful to be here today with you on the podcast. You guys know I love what I do, right? So work is a macro, okay? But hockey's a macro, Harley's are a macro. Baseball's a macro. Family's a macro. That's me. Reading books is a macro. So you want to go micro? Okay. Let's talk about what books I like to read. Let's talk about hockey. Micro could be Leafs. Micro could be the fact that Austin Matthews got his fourth goal last night, right? So we can really break down these macros down to micros. And now you've got an abundant amount of content. So again, you said you wanted to up your social media game? Yeah, perfect. Go and make this list. Well, effort. I don't know. Why do people care about me? Or I don't have enough to say, or I, I don't have the time. So you don't want to put in the effort to actually grow this channel, right? We know it. It takes that. You know, in anything you do, if you think you're just going to go and spend X amount of dollars for this company to do whatever for you and just sit there while you reap in the, 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 the deals that are going to fall on your front door, top secret, it doesn't really work like that. You know, and I just want to add two more points to what you said. So when we were talking, when you mentioned video, mm -hmm. uh, what came to mind was our first conversation on here today, and that is fear, right? Yes. So for all those that are listening, if, you know, video in your mind's eye right now may seem like, no, no, I don't want to, I don't want people looking at me. Um, you know what? We got to break through that mirror. You got to like, ultimately, number one, learn to love who you are. And, and take time to learn how to present yourself if video is a, is a flaw and break through that fear. And, and that goes back to, you know, your points about uh, goal setting and everything else, right? It's getting in, getting past that fear mode and saying, okay, you know what? It's, it's probably something that I don't like, but I, I should try it. I should at least attempt it a couple of times to say, you know what? I did it. It worked for me. It didn't work for me before I make that judgment and throw it out of, uh, out of, uh, out of the window anyway, right? Um, and then the other thing that we want to keep in mind too, is anybody that is considering farming, um, farming is more of that long-term initiative, right? It always has been, it's, it's been a long-term game. It's, it's never been, um, you know, like the key going into the lock and turn and here you are, it's, it's years of, of dedication to neighborhoods and communities. And, and I know David, you touched on a couple of points, but even the, the other aspect of, 
of building farms is getting involved with organizations, um, the municipalities that are within uh, those neighborhoods, because then you're, you're also creating presence, but do it from the heart, always first. <laughs> well, and and you, you, you bring up some amazing points. And I mean, from a farming perspective alone, we could exhaust that even further about, again, community involvement and local shops and sponsorships. And again, but it takes effort. Like it's yeah. not just go and pay for it and that's it. You know, if you're going to sponsor the team, show up with pizza once in a while type idea, right? Get involved. What's the end goal? What are we doing every day when we wake up? There's one big goal. We want to talk about goals for a second. There's one really, really big goal for every day when we wake up. Build relationships. You focus on building more relationships, you will have more opportunities, period. I was just thinking gratitude. I'm like, what else is he talking about? I'm just like, well, you hey, know, wake up. I'm like thankful. Right? You, know my, you know my view on gratitude, right? Like it's, it's, I think that's a major, major part in our day. Because look, uh, and to talk to that for a second, things happen every day. And things that we don't want happen every day, things that we want it to happen don't happen every day. And it's very easy, at least especially at a moment in time that we're in right now. We know, and I'm talking to a lot of people, and I know you do too, mindsets are at a very low right now. People have had wonderful years in some respects, some people, not everybody. Some people have had some great years in real estate. Some people have had some bad years. We know outside of our industry, it is not a good place to be right now. Retail and small shops, I feel for, I feel for everybody really, really hard, right? Agreed. Um, but there's, there's, there's something there again, when you are gra grateful for the little things that are good in a day, this is where you will be in a better mindset. Now, I also wanna ask you a question. Oh, we're turning the tables. <laughs> Ooh, have you been skydiving before? Yeah, I, uh, no, it's on my bucket list. I, okay. I, I thought you were going to say scuba diving, but yes. Scuba diving <laughs> is wicked cool. Um, the minute I, I realized like, you can actually breathe underwater, it is a whole new world. I encourage anybody. Um, but you haven't been skydiving. It's on your bucket list. It's on my bucket list, yeah. Me too. Question for you. Why haven't you gone yet? Um, the, we used the F word. Um, there was two, two, actually two elements. So the F word. And um, is that and the effort, like the one that we're not allowed to say? Or is that the word fear? <laughs> no, it's it's the my own fears, uh, and I'll explain. And then and the T word, which is time. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So so the T word has taken up a lot of my life, right? Um, just being heavily involved, not only in my business but in volunteer aspects and all these other elements that are important to me. So it's it's always it's got to be about scheduling it to do it. And then fear mode, um, just a quick fun story. I, um, I would say I'm pretty fearless uh, at most things, right? And then I actually did a quiz recently on, on things and, and just to test my level of fear. And I know that my level of fear um, has, has, has risen a little bit in terms of things like jumping off cliffs and stuff. So I went um, whitewater rafting and we made a stop to do a jump off of a massive cliff. And as a kid, I was fearless to these things. And so we got up to the top of the rock and I was just like, ah, uh, nope, can't do it anymore. Sorry, I just had this like fear that I was die that I, I was gonna be, that I was gonna die in this process. So fear took over. And, uh, and I tried to shake it out of me while we're on top of this rock and I couldn't do it. And everybody's like, I'll, t I'll go with you, Lisa, I'll take you. Finally, I let somebody hold my hand to jump. And then at the minute that they were counting down, I almost jumped, I almost, I pulled back. And if I, if he did, if he wasn't holding my hand strong enough, I would have fell right into the rocks and died. But he pulled me hard enough that we, 
jumped right into the water. So, so that was the, so that a little bit of fear of heights has has um, has come up. Okay, so now I shared after, something deep now. <laughs> oh, watch this now! After you jumped, how did you feel once you jumped and it was over? It was great. Thank you. Okay. See, here's the deal. I want to skydive as well. And I haven't done it. Yeah, I'd say the T word time a little bit, but I've never actually scheduled to do it. And I believe like, and, and look, we can go down a whole road on time management. I'll tell you, you put it in the calendar, you stick to it the same way we stuck to this meeting today, right? So once you put it in, you commit to it, it becomes real. So for anybody who's not using a calendar every day, you are doing yourself a major disservice. And that is probably part of your problem of why you're not having the successes or the freedom that you want. Now, that's the time thing. But on the fear thing, amazing. You jumped after all this fear you had, you finally jumped and Hey, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Skydiving. The reason we haven't done it yet is because we are scared. Why are we scared? Because this idea of getting in a plane, putting on a parachute, going up 10,000, 20,000 feet in the air, waiting for them to open that door. And then I'm going to jump out. Are you crazy? <laughs> Why? Why? What, what's wrong? Huh, you could die. Like what if the parachute doesn't open? What if I don't, you know what? We can go through all the what ifs you want. Now, here's the thing. Ask anybody, almost anybody, who's ever gone skydiving before, if they enjoyed it. They will tell you two things. One, the scariest moment in the world is not when you put on the parachute. It is not when you get in the plane. It is not when the plane takes off. It is when that door opens. And they 100%. tell you, that's jump. Like a, that's like bungee jumping, right? The scariest moment I'll is when it's it. like, <laughs> I'd rather jump out of a plane like, than bungee okay, jump. See, I'm scared, right? So I'm scared. So let's go here though. But so many people bungee jump all the time. People jump out of a plane all the time. And it's the same thing that you experienced. We've got this fear. And then all of a sudden we do it. We get over the fear and we realize we can do amazing things. And then we realize that all it was, was this idea in our mind that we made up oh, about an event and action <laughs> that never, ever took place. So let's tie that back right now. We're fearful to pick up the phone and call people. We're fearful to get on social media. We're fearful about getting on video. We have a fear about talking to other human beings. And that is really what it boils down to. Because I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know how they're going to act. I don't know what they're going to think about me. I don't know what the, you know, how am I going to sound? What am I going to look like? Oh my God, my hair isn't done. We are scared. What are we scared about? Why? Why are we making up these thoughts in our mind about what other people are going to think? In fact, it's amazing. Because when you do make the call, you do post on social, you do get on video, you realize people actually were happy to hear from you. And all of a sudden, it's this amazing feeling. And on that note, people are really happy to hear from you now, especially Absolutely. in our world today. That's right. Yeah. So if you That's can right. connect and connect. Here, you want to talk too. about fear? <laughs> Sorry, Lise. You want to talk about fear? Okay. All these small businesses right now are fearful they're not going to open back up. How about you be the shining light on them right now? Uh, and, and if you do, tag us. We want to hear about it. We want to hear about your stories and what you did. So tag David, tag me, tag Trab, tag, tag us all. We're going to share your stories. But which brings me to that next element, which is social media. So it was yeah. a perfect tie-in. All right. So here we go. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. Oh, my goodness. The list goes on. Um, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start or focus. What would you recommend in terms of a good like social media strategy or? Um, the first thing I'd ask is, uh, is 
what do you find yourself picking up every day? Right. So um, as you're listening to this podcast and you're randomly scrolling your phone, put your phone down. No, I'm joking. Um, but, you know, it's 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 those things that we do, those little innate things that we do that we don't even think about. So, for example, like the habit of picking up our phone, um, maybe checking email, maybe checking in somewhere. Where do you check in? So if your answer is like, well, I go to Facebook all the time or I go to Instagram all the time. Perfect. Be there. If your thing is like, I never open up TikTok, and then you're wondering though, should I be opening up TikTok? Well, then I'd ask you, is your audience, go right back to the AMH, is your audience on TikTok? I don't know. Well, then if you're wondering, open up the phone, go to TikTok and see if you can find people. Well, how do I find them? Go to your contact list in your CRM, look at your contact list, pick out some random people that are in there and go to TikTok or wherever and find out if they're there. And if you start to realize that your audience is not there and it's not somewhere you normally go to and it's not something you're very interested in, perfect. Process of elimination, leave it out. Um, let's keep in mind as well that there's over 2 billion people on Facebook and there's over a billion people on Instagram. And those are two of the, you know, call it pillar social media platforms out there. Uh, LinkedIn as well. I use LinkedIn. I'm not the biggest fan of the platform itself, but I use it from a business perspective. And I would encourage that when we look at our pillars, that Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn are your three keys because Instagram is trying to do pretty much everything that every social media platform does. Like they've taken the Snapchat ideas, they've taken the TikTok ideas, and they've wrapped it all into the one Instagram platform. And Instagram's had such success with something like stories that Facebook has stories, LinkedIn now has stories. So again, Instagram's a great, great platform for anybody, as is Facebook. Now, from a, you know, where do I start perspective? Well, think about the macro idea I just gave you around content, right? Think about what are your macro content pieces, okay? And really, it's a very simple question. Like, what do you like? What, if you had to describe yourself in five different, you know, whatever topics, what would they be? And I gave you mine, hockey, baseball, Harleys, work, and family. Right. What are yours? So, so you could say it's like, it all starts with you and self-discovery, right? Absolutely. Great way to put that self-discovery. And it really does start with you because again, what are we doing with these social platforms? Keeping in mind, social media, social, right? We want to be social. So I'm so yeah, I got, I've got the next book for you. Okay. Or your next marketing piece for you, for you. Okay. So you're going to create a self-discovery checklist where you oh, ask okay. yourself all these questions as you're creating your brand. I, I, I love it. And it's, it, that's exactly it. Look, we've got a whole process to, you know, brand building and figuring out how to, you know, how do I do that? And how do I audit it? And what do I know? And, and then for people that have their brands that are out there existing, it's always a great way to leverage like friends and family to get their opinions. Cause we don't know what we don't know, right? And we, we feel certain ways about certain things. Uh, maybe we feel it's perfect. Maybe we feel it needs improvement, but in our own shoes, it's hard to see. It's always really nice to ask other people as well. So even in that, it could be that thing that says, I'm going to go up to, you know, five of my closest friends and say, hey, if, I, if you had to say, you know, five topics about me, what would they be? Now, this comes back to it, that Lisa, we're friends on social media. If I didn't say what mine were, and I quizzed you and gave you a minute to think about it or even research it, you'd probably come back with the same five. Dave, you like Harleys, hockey, baseball, family, and work. I agreed with, I'd agree with that. Okay. You know, and your, your social media shows all of that. Yes. Right. What am I doing? I'm letting you into who I am as a human being, right? I'm not hiding anything and I'm not overdoing anything. I'm just sharing with you who I am. 
Now you get to make a good, I, uh, now you, you get to make an opinion. Do I like this guy? Do I not like this guy? Um, do this I have guy's interest? pretty funny. Yeah. Do I have common interest with this guy? Is there something we could talk about? I mean, think about me with the Leafs. I, I, everybody's a Leafs fan. Like every, I don't care what team you cheer for. You, you we know you're a Leafs fan. So just admit it. Now you, you just want to make me go put on some Leaf gear. Jeez. You see, but the, the funny thing is there's people sitting here going, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a Habs fan, which I'm sorry. I feel bad for you, but we got banter now. And so we'll have people, we will get into good fun banter, poking fun at each other publicly on public forums. That's not, that's not hate. Even though we, we have two different teams, that is, that is friendship right? That's legit. And it's got nothing to do with business. So it opens up the door for just easy, casual conversation, which then makes the conversation around business that much easier. Relationship. So now that we've talked about self-discovery, the relationships, second opinions, um, what would you recommend in terms of like cross-channeling? The cross-channel strategy Again, if we go back for a second to this idea of farming a neighborhood, you sent flyers as one channel, the door knock was another channel, the social media was another channel. So my belief is that everybody is going to be using all seven channels. And when you've got all seven channels working for you, like a well-oiled machine, you, all you need to do is put in effort because now these things are happening. They're working. You got to put in effort and you've got to be consistent. Now we're using that cross-channel approach. And, and here, let's go right back to like the top of the conversation when we said about, you know, knowing how to break through the noise and why consistency is so important. Well, I'm just going to send him an email. He told me he doesn't want my paper newsletter. Listen, they also don't want your email newsletter. Let's, let's call it what it is. They don't want to see your, your advertisements on social media. Let's be real about that. In fact, please don't bother me. I'll let you know when I'm ready. I mean, we all get it. You scroll social media, you see ads. You go through your email, you get spam. You go to your mailbox, you got this. Radio, TV, you name it. Driving down the street, everywhere. And I put this out the other day on my page. You can either be really, really concerned about like over bombarding people and step aside, or you can be part of that noise. And quite frankly, if you're not part of the noise, well, you just ain't part of anything, right? So there's now got to be a thought. I mean, the other two cents to that is like, did Nike, Coke, or McDonald's ever worry about how much they marketed to us? No. Where are they now? Still up there. Right? So that's, <laughs> that's the cross-channel approach, Lise, is like, is don't just think that because I told you I don't want this, that I want something else instead. I don't want any of it. Let's call it what it is. Don't market to me. Don't sell me. But on the flip side, we all got businesses, and there's a reason that marketing advertising works or, or exists. So let's not only just use one channel because you're not, you don't know what I'm looking at and you don't know when I'm looking. And quite frankly, if you post on social today at 9am and I wasn't on there, I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. But if you can piggyback that with an email later on, or maybe a video the next day or a whatever, you get where I'm going with that. So again, those seven ways to communicate, I believe everybody should be leveraging all of those as part of your mission, your, your marketing machine, pardon me, consistently, like all day, every day. Really good points. And you know what, you, you touched on one of the keywords, which was consistency. Oh, but um, when it comes to profiles and standing out, uh, so let's just use social media as an example. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to brands and social media, and I know we touched on this, but 
what are examples? Because I'm pretty, I'm guessing that if somebody was sitting here and listening to this today, they would probably have a million questions. And I guess, you know, it, it, we've also got to learn to tune into our imagination. And so when you're thinking about brands and social media and creating content, uh, what are like sample content that you'd recommend a realtor consider today? Again, I think that people should be looking at who you are. And we're talking branding and when it comes down to branding on social media. Yeah. I mean, again, think about who you are, right? What are you about? Um, if you're trying to put out a message of... And, and Let's I mean, use I, pizza. We, we like pizza. So well, it could be having fun with pizza, right? But the thing is, again, if we, if we look at and say, what's your MO? Who, what are you about? Who are you? What kind of messaging do you want to put out there? right? This now comes back to the word of consistency around how are you going to put that out through the words you speak? How are you going to put it out through the content that people read in the words that are typed? How are you going to put it out there in the style of your photo, the colors that you use? See, these, right? are, see, these are the questions that they should be asking themselves then when they're creating yes. content yes. is really the key. So well, there, there's a lot more to creating the content. There is. And, and, and another way to look at that too, and if you want to talk to social for a second, we talk about creating macro content. Well, the next, the next one comes here and says, you got seven days in a week, right? And when we talk about consistency, it could be argued, you should be there every day, right? And quite frankly, if you are going to stalk, I mean, scroll on social media every day and get, it, you know, get involved in the conversation. And that doesn't mean you have to post your own stuff, but certainly like and comment. Now, we think about branding. One thing we want to stay away from are things like politics, religion, and COVID because it doesn't bode well for the brand because you are going to have your opinion. Somebody else will have theirs. Nobody's ever going to win the conversation. Just stay away from it. Why bother? The other thing I would recommend as well is when you see the, um, let's talk our industry for a quick moment here and say, you know, these groups that are just made up full of realtors, we see a lot of stuff that goes on in there between great questions that are asked, great learning moments, amazing referral opportunities. We also see a lot of negativity. And then we see a lot of people that are the keyboard tough guys that are typing away because they're behind a keyboard and they're not in front of the person. They're not thinking about the person's thoughts or the person's feelings or, or how the world brand, how the world is going to perceive who that individual is now. So you gotta be careful with the words you put out. Now we talk about say, having seven days Look at your Monday through Sunday and give yourself a, a, uh, a daily kind of headline. And so we might say that Monday, uh, I know you and myself and many people, Monday, motivation. Perfect. So Monday's going to be motivation. Wonderful. Now I know Mondays are always motivation. Oh my God, it's Sunday night. I'm planning for tomorrow. Time scheduling. I'm planning for tomorrow. I'm looking. It's Monday. Motivation. My macro content are these five things. What can I use out of one of these things to motivate people? Come back to brand. These are me, right? Hockey, Harley, sports, whatever, right? These are me. What can I leverage in one of those things to, again, motivate my audience to get them to look and go, I like this guy's message. Mm -hmm. That's brand. I could motivate you at about an awesome story about how, Again, random. Austin Matthews had the persistence and tenacity to get himself to the point where he's the first guy to score 40 goals this, this, this season. If I, I got a better the, one. I got okay. a better one for you. Our, our future mo Monday motivation is the moment that we both share our stories about jumping off that plane. There you go. <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. And that's, you, you just hit it bang on. Exactly. And notice what we did. We still didn't talk about business. Right. What did I do to create the brand? 
I said, look who my friend is, Lisa, and people know you because you got your network too. That bodes well for me. You can go look at my friend, David, right? Right away from a branding perspective, you're tying what I'd like to say two good people together, <laughs> right? It's that idea to go, hey, stronger together, branding. Um, I'm going to tell you who I am as a human being. Again, jumping out of the plane, here's my fears and here's my tribulations and then I did it, right? It's, it's motivating. We talk nothing about business, but now I'm getting you deeper. Here, real quick. Oh, you levels. hit it. The emotional connection. Oh, watch this. Going? <laughs> I'm going to go even deeper for you, okay? Um, we talk about branding. We talk about decision-making. We talk about fear. We talk about getting to that spot where we can, well, win more, okay? Because that's what this is really all about. We all want to win. Me, I just want to take over the world. You know what I mean, Pinky? So, you know, think about this. Three levels of the brain. I thought I was the brain. Wait a minute. Okay. Which it's okay. I, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so check this out. Speaking of the brain, we got three levels of it. We got the neocortex, which is the biggest, newest level. It controls me with my hands talking and my motor skills. Okay. It allows me to jump off that cliff. But you didn't jump. So let's go deeper. We're going to go to the limbic system, which is that middle part of the brain. But Lisa, it's okay. You'll be fine. Look, there's water below. You will live. Look, everybody else did it. Come on. Here, check out the brochure. Pretty pictures. And it says right here. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. And look, they're doing it. I think I could do this. But you didn't do it. Why? Well, let's go deeper. This is the oldest, smallest part of the brain, but the most powerful. And it's called the reptilian brain otherwise known as the instinctive brain. This is the part of the brain that makes the decisions. This is the part of the brain that you, me, and everybody listening to this and anybody that owns a business or wants to sell something for a living or help people, this is the part of the brain that you got to tap into. You got to get deep because yes, they could physically do it, but they're not. Yes, they, they listen to what you said, but something's just not getting them there. You get into that deepest part they make the decision on your, their own. Now you're winning. They're winning. Everybody's winning. And it's a good place to be. So again, when we look at the neuroscience of it, and we tie that back to the neuromarketing of it, what are you going to do to leverage a cross-channel strategy, personalize it enough that when I see it, I go, yeah, I, I really feel the connection there, or that was for me. But energetically, people can connect to that too. I'm just saying, I'm Absolutely. just going to throw that there. Energetically, I mean, when you look at a picture, you look at a video, you, you already have a notion of, I like this person. I want to learn more about this person. But right. you're, you're absolutely right. Where, where you're diving even deeper is, is that, that bigger connection on another level too. Yeah. That's, there's the key, right? And, and, and again, it's, it's building that relationship with people. Hence why, let's just, let's go full circle on that for, or, or put the exclamation mark on the social media thing. Hence why everybody, it's not about what you sold, what you listed, how much you made. It's not about you. This is about the connection between you and another person. Think about it that way. There you go. Powerful words to remember, but we have one more point that we want to highlight. And that is David, tell us now in gaining leads. I mean, a lot of realtors do this. Yep. Is there like certain peak times to be posting, even, even brand posts? Is there certain times that you recommend or 
um, or it doesn't matter as long as it's done every day. I mean, uh, we spoke about consistency. Is that should that be consistent? And is there a time that's consistent? I, I would suggest that uh, for anybody who's struggling, just posting. I, don't worry about what time. Just 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 post. And and quite so frankly, get in the habit. First just get in the habit, right? Like that's yeah. the first first thing is get in the habit. You know. You know what? We're gonna tell them this. So if you are posting every day, give yourself the sixty six day challenge. And, and tag David and me and Treb that you've posted every single day for 66 days. So that that brain, all three areas, where are the, what are those areas again, David, in the brain? You got the neocortex, the limbic system, and the reptilian brain. Bam. Like that. <laughs> all are connecting because it becomes a habit. <laughs> well, this is here, habit, trigger, action, reward, right? Awesome. So what's going to trigger you to take action and then how are you going to reward yourself? Gratitude, daily action items, right? Targets, right? How are you going to reward yourself for getting it done? So for me, my trigger, I looked at my calendar after I finished my call. I saw that at 1230, I'm scheduled to be here. The action, we are here. The reward when I am done, I get to go back to my calendar. I get to mark it complete and move on to the next part of my day. That is rewarding. I'm winning my day. Again, win the day, win the week, win the month, win the year, win your goals. There we go. Lots to take in. And, and right. so, and for those so, sorry, that for, you asked the question, I have about to go back for those that yeah. do post regularly, is there a set time for them? Would you say? Okay. Look, we, we, we have found that that sort of seven o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock in the morning timeframe is really, really good. Um, seems like a lot of people. And I, I almost want to encourage everybody right now. Stop doing that. Like stop picking up your phone is the first thing you do in the morning. Um, get your mind right first, go read a book, go get some vitamin D, go hydrate, you know, take some time to collect your thoughts, get in your right frame of mind, your right flow, and then open up your emails and open up your social and, and let the world in because now you're armed and ready, right? Nobody steps into a, a professional sports game right off, the, like without warm up. Get your mind warmed up a little bit. Be prepared for the negativity. Be prepared for what your competition's doing that you're not before you let people in. That you know what? I'm going to add to that. I, I do this myself. So I've been, and I've done this since I was a kid is I spend more than an hour in my own mindful process. And, and it consists of a bunch of things before I tune in to social. And, um, and if I can't imagine if it was the other way, cause then I, I think I'd be like wired all over the place. <laughs> You're going to be wired wrong. And that's what it is, right? You're going to be a slave to other people's thoughts and, and, and what they're doing. And, it can, and that's, it can that really also goes us. with like setting the intention too, right? For the day, like as you get up, you know, you give your gratitude and you're setting the intention. Like, what am I, what am I learning today? Right. What, what am I, who am I engaging with today? Or where can I be of service today? All of those things. Um, we find that somewhere around the, just after dinner time is a, is a peak time as well. People seem to check into their phone right after dinner. Um, and then again, you've got that sort of 11 PM timeframe. And why? Because much the same, the same habit that everybody has picking it up in the first thing in the morning, it's the last thing they look at. So now what's happened is, and if you're one of these people listening right now, you're like, oh my God, that's me. First of all, you are not alone. And that's why I share this because most people do this. I just don't want you to be most people. Okay. Because what you're doing is you're letting the world in to begin your day and you're finishing off your day with the world. No, no, no. Just like Lisa just said, start with you. And I'm going to tell you, finish with you. 100%. A social thing, do it in between. Or, or even if you're finishing with you, get a journal. Oh, write the, the write, the write world. the great thing. Write like 
three things that were so awesome about your day instead and, and go to bed with great thoughts of, of, of things that you look forward to so that your um, subconscious is also picking up on that. But David and I are going to have to share more of those things because we, we both are mind people. So we'll have to like dive deeper into the mind another day, but we wanted to give you some marketing strategies. So David, you are awesome as always and love you. Thank you for joining us today. And, and whew, you gave us so much food for thought. Do you want to give us some last words of like to share with the world? Yeah, no, I, I uh, first let me thank you. Uh, thank Trev. You guys are just doing amazing, amazing things for the industry. And uh, I just want to thank you for that and just, uh, you know, sort of encourage you guys just keep up the amazing work. Seriously, it's, it's game changing. Um, and it's, it's uh, very excited and, and very grateful to be here with you guys today. So thank you for the opportunity here as well. Um, to everybody tuned in, you know, I just want to, I really want to leave you off on that thought around the AMH audience marketing and hustle. I want you to think that one through every single time you're about to embark on something new for marketing. Um, we wake up to go to work so we can make money, yet we're not conscious, conscious enough or cautious enough about how we spend our money because we just want to get another deal. But there's more strategy that needs to be involved in that. There's a long-term play that needs to be involved in that. So you really want to define who's the audience, how much budget have I got to do this, what channels am I already using, and am I willing to put in the effort? Because if you're not, guys, there's no Band-Aid fix. There is no magic pill. We all know that but I've got to say it because somehow, or for some reason, people still think that way, right? So think through your real plan. What are you trying to achieve? If you haven't set goals, set those goals. You cannot get there if you don't know where there is, okay? Time management, the complaints about not having enough time. If you're slow right now, your mindset's not right, you're probably not managing time the best way you possibly can. You've got to take control of your time, not be a slave to other people's time. And now tie that right back to goals. You will achieve what you're looking to achieve in life. Um, finally, again, if you haven't yet, please visit me at mindshow101.com. Um, download that ebook. I, I'm telling you, it's packed with content for you. I, just, I want you to have that as, a, as ammo in your tool belt. And if we haven't yet, let's connect on uh, Facebook at Mindshow101 and on Instagram at David Greenspan 101 And there you have it. That is David Greenspan of Mindshare 101. Thank you for joining us and thank you to everyone who's tuned in today's episode. Enjoy this episode of Ready to Real Estate podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Also, if you have an idea for a future episode, submit it to social media at trebnet.com. Talk soon and thanks for joining us. That's it for us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media and visit our website, treb.ca. That's T-R-R-E-B to find market insights and more. This has been another episode of Ready to Real Estate, and thank you for tuning in.